This is episode 61 of the Rise Up Podcast. We're a morning radio show hosted by Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life, a network of stations across New York and Pennsylvania. Our podcast is a weekly conversation that will help you think and grow in your faith. If you haven't already, subscribe today so you don't miss a single episode and find out more about our show at familylife.org. Whatever happens today, know that God's got it. You're listening to Rise Up on Family Life. All right, it's time for another little chat amongst us on Rise Up, and I'm struggling. I'm struggling. Struggling with a little chat? Well, yeah, with this one, because anyway, you'll see what I mean. We're talking about names um, that you don't hear, Bible names, that you don't hear uh, very often, Mm. if at all, anymore, uh, naming our kids. And um, I'll try to come up with some here in a little bit. I'm not very good at this. Who wants to start? Who wants to start with a name that from the Bible that you really don't hear anymore? I'll say I don't remember the last time I met a Meher Shalal Hashbaz. <laughs> I mean, you, I don't remember well, the last time I knew how to spell <laughs> Mela. What was it? I, Meher Shalal Hashbaz. Huh. That's well. Now you might have heard his dad around more, Isaiah. We see Isaiahs. I know. Sure. I know some Isaiahs, and I think that's a really great name. God told Isaiah to name his son this. Well, it sounds like an unfortunate name to us, and and it kind of was an unfortunate name. Meher Shalal Hashbaz means swift to the spoil, quick to the plunder, and it was referring to a prophecy of some bad stuff that was going to happen to Israel. But when you're a prophet and God tells you what to name your kids as a prophecy for Mm. the judgment that's going to come against your nation, ouch, that's a tough name to explain when you're ordering Mm. takeout the rest of your life. Meher Shalal (laughs) Hashbaz, hey, are you that guy who was born right before we got plundered by our enemies? Hey, thanks a lot. Plus, so, plus getting that name like on as a kid, you know, maybe on your on your lunchbox or something, right, or you something, need, yeah. or, it's a or really big lunchbox, so really, like yeah. write it all yeah. the way around the right lunchbox. It, yeah, <laughs> right. that's a tough one, Therese. I've always struggled with names that have meaning in the Bible because mm-hmm. you wonder, like, was the kid destined to become like what the name meant, or did they yeah. not name? The child until much later. Like, yes, I wonder true. historically if there was some of that. But this name, this name I always just thought was like a super trendy name until I found out it was in the Bible. Elon. Elon. Oh, oh, oh. how about that? I what? didn't know that. Oh. Like that. We only know like right. one Elon. True. The name is from the Old Testament and it means oak tree, which I guess if you're trying to protect oak trees. Right. You might get yourself an electric vehicle, right? I guess. <laughs> okay, I never, sure. I, I, that's yes. interesting. I thought this little girl name was really beautiful, Junia. Mm-hmm. It's J U N I A, and it's a uh, it's a Jewish Christian in Rome mentioned, and actually she was a female apostle, they believe, and the name means born in June. Which, right. if you know somebody who's going to be having a baby soon, mm-hmm. maybe. Slip that into the list of considerations. Junia, I just thought was really unique and beautiful. And if it's a boy, maybe go with Elon. Yeah, right. right. (laughs) That's interesting so far. You got uh, Junia and Elon and Mavishman. Right. Bless you. Yeah. yeah. Okay, wait a minute. I think I'm not good at this, but I think I got one that Uh you don't hear much anymore. Yeah. Uh, John. Uh, Oh, no, wait a minute. That's not good. It's pretty popular. Yeah, Yeah, I've met a couple of them, actually. (sighs) Told you I'm not good at this. Can you go on? Because I'm 
Mark? Well, okay. Mark? Maybe Mark? No. no. How about, I'll do you just a little bit better here, Steve. Okay. I'll say Ruth. You do see Ruth, and you do, you're do. you hearing Ruth a little bit more. True. It was my grandmother's before. name. And okay. Exactly, because that's the thing is Ruth, I think I read recently that it was like one of the most popular girl baby names 100 years ago. Uh-huh. And so that means that there are people we know, not necessarily 100, but people who were born where that name was coming off of its peak popularity. But as trends do, the name's coming back, and I'm all for that. I think Ruth is one of the absolute coolest books, coolest stories, to hear how this person, who would have been considered an outsider to God's people, totally adopted the what the, the Israelites' faith and became woven in, not just to the story of like their faith and of their culture, but also, as we know, became one of the ancestors of the Lord and Savior, Jesus himself, somebody who should have been an outsider by how they reckon things and became more of an insider than so many others. So I think Ruth, uh, coming back for a really good reason. Huh, about that. Uh, any other names come to m- Oh, okay, I do actually have one. Oh, okay, let's hear it. I got a good one then. Not for a per- we were going to, we always were th- threatening to name one of our pets uh, Nebby. Uh, for Nebuchadnezzar, uh, but you wouldn't find that hopefully uh, for any child. But that's uh, when... <laughs> Nebby was kind of a cute little name. But I like uh, Nebby for Nebby. A, for a. I could see it like as a gerbil. I think it'd be a really good gerbil name. <laughs> Nebby the gerbil. The name wow. would be bigger than he was if you spelled it out. Probably. You know, this is a name that is pretty popular in pop culture, but I didn't realize was biblical. In Second Timothy four twenty one, uh, Ubulus greets you, and so do. Putin's Linus, Claudia, and the brothers and sisters, which maybe that's a good reminder that, you know, if you want your security, Uh look in the Bible. I like that Linus and his blanket. Um, You don't hear this name a lot, and maybe there's two good reasons why. Melchizedek. Mm. Well, it's a bit hard to say, kind of a mouthful and hasn't been a super popular name. But Melchizedek, there could be another kind of unexpected reason why you don't hear it a lot. Okay. Figure who shows up in the Old Testament. The New Testament gives us a little more insight into him. Basically, this guy has no father, no mother, no known family history. We just know he was the priest of God forever. Hmm. An eternal priest without a father and mother and genealogy. Well, some people look at Melchizedek, the Old Testament figure, and uh, refer to him as what you hear called a Christophany or an appearance of Christ, an appearance of God the Son in the Old Testament, visiting his people. Wow, what an interesting idea. I wonder, Hmm. now go with me here, maybe it's not because Melchizedek is such a mouthful that we don't name people that. Maybe it's out of respect for the Lord and Savior. If you think about Melchizedek as being an early appearance of Jesus, well, we don't Hmm. name a lot of people in our culture Jesus today. There's a lot of respect for that name, the name above all names of Hmm. the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Made me think of... uh... On Family Life Middays with Randy and Mel Kizadak. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, actually, that's short for Melanie. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I was wrong She's again. Gonna, I was wrong right. again. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> it's okay. You can go back to bed in about 16 hours. In the meantime, thanks for listening to Rise Up on Family Life. A little discouraged right now. I could use some encouragement. Oh. When I find out that Norbert... 150-pound pig can do something I've never been able to do very well. Oh, he does wow. it. He does it all over town in Illinois. So if you happen to be in Illinois traveling this weekend and you see Norbert, 150-pound <laughs> pig, going by on a skateboard, he Whoa. does it all over town. 
Hmm. I've never been able to. I mean, I could get for a few no, seconds. Get, I've never, but all over yeah. town, Norbert goes skateboarding everywhere. So wow. he's becoming quite the That's attraction. That's some pig right there. Yeah, That's what I said. Some pig. That's some pig right there. Now, I think, now he does skate. I think Norbert should get a bunch of his friends. Okay. And and teach them how to do it. And that way, he could get, like, one little pig. They could go, like, I don't know, maybe to market while he's going to work. Another piggy <laughs> that he has, he could, tell, he could stay home. Uh, one little piggy <laughs> could have, like, uh, bake. No, not no, bacon. No, no, That's no, no, not no, good no, for a piggy. No, no. A roast beef. One little okay. piggy got roast beef, but probably takes all the roast beef, so the other little piggy would have none. It's quite a list oh, of pigs okay. here. Right. And then one little piggy would be over there taking French lessons. Saying yes, 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 all the way home. I believe that's what Norbert should do. Today is going to be great. We just know it. This is Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life. They want to learn. I love it. Love getting to be part of the kids program at church. Kids, they're always going to surprise you, really. It was our lesson time where they asked the adults, what a good question this was, what was the most unwise thing you did as a teenager, oh. now, keep in mind, a lot of these kids aren't teenagers yet, so they're right. looking ahead saying, hey, what's the, oh, that got some interesting stories going, as you might imagine, between the leaders and the kids at church there. And I don't know, maybe you're even thinking of, ooh, a mistake from the younger years. And the same answer is true for all of us. Well, God is, is gracious. God is good. And he does allow us, when we do make mistakes, there are opportunities not just to learn for ourselves, but to, like, teach others who haven't been there yet to kind of like share that opportunity. Hey, don't do what I did. Don't make the mistake I made. Mm. And I'm just thinking I'm so grateful for young ones who want to know those answers before they get there, you know, that don't do what I did instead of learning it the hard way. They're not afraid to go deep. Kids aren't. Now, sure, you might have to talk about Minecraft for a while first <laughs> to really get the trust, <laughs> but they're ready to ask those deep questions. So, so what was your thing oh we don't have time no 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 yeah we're definitely out of time right now we we gotta move on right right come on you don't need any more beauty sleep you look great thanks for listening to rise up on family life i didn't realize that there is a proper way to taste coffee and there are there are professionals who taste coffee, and they do this thing called cupping. And so the cup of coffee gets brewed in a very particular way, and then they use a spoon, and then the spoon, they go, and what that, and I tried this yesterday. It's kind of funny. It sprays the little bits of coffee around your entire mouth, which means like the back of your tongue, which probably doesn't ever really taste that much coffee, Mm. is activated, and you get all the nuance of that taste of the coffee. And so what you do is you just take your coffee cup Mm -hmm. and you go to take a drink and you go like that. And, and then (laughs) you annoy everybody that you're with, (laughs) which makes it a very peaceful way to enjoy a cup of coffee. I found. Don't do it with your parents around because your parents are, yeah, they're going to say, quit slurping. No, no, no. I'm cupping. This is the proper way. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> drink a cup of coffee. You're right. That is kind of annoying. <laughs> as refreshing as that first sip of coffee in the morning, this is Rise Up with Steve, Therese, and Tim on Family Life. Peanut butter and chocolate. Great combination. Oh, yeah. yeah. Trash day, high winds, oh, terrible yeah. combination. I mean, terrible. Oh. But it is fun, like having a little scavenger hunt when you come home from work. Like... <laughs> 
What got left in my lawn today? Damien was tired of that. The teenager, he was in charge of taking out trash at his house, and too many times, high winds came by and dumped the trash over. Yeah, I feel that, Damien. So he had to do something about it, and he has. He's come up with an invention where uh, he decided he had to do, he, he calls it the garbage lot. It's a locking platform that uses sand and water to weigh down a garbage or recycling receptacle. And then he has like a, a hook that's attached to an axle. Too confusing to describe. Whoa, whoa, but he's working on a patent to get this thing. And he's going to hey. use the money he makes to uh, go to college and, and that kind of thing. So good to, to get rid of that problem so right. it's it's kind of a trash tip for you but but not really because the oh. it won't tip uh, oh. over but, oh. but okay. the trash. container i see, that's that's something for his future but you know what else i see in his future hmm. not only a container i see a tank a, tank? a shark tank oh yeah oh yeah uh-huh. yeah uh-huh. like an invention yeah can, what am i gonna do after work for fun now <laughs> <laughs> such a bummer may the blessings of the lord be with you in all that you do today this is rise up on family life